0: Welcome to Wednesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines Newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com with you this morning. Thank you for joining us. Here's what's going on today. Let's start with dining and drink. Bucket O Shrimp, a popular new spot over on Dean Avenue, has added new hours. They are now open Tuesday, closed only on Mondays. Update for you there. Also, we take our first look at what's happening for Super Bowl Sunday around town at some of the popular spots out there. There's one bar even saying pay us $750, you can rent the whole place out. Food and drink are extra, by the way. Also, a new tobacco shop, a different kind, not what you think, coming down to Cedartown with a very cool-looking cedar bar. Those details today as well. In politics, the new voting machine demonstration is set for this coming Saturday morning. Also, the court clerk candidates are due at Tuesday's Floyd County Republican Women's Meeting. You may remember the last meeting featured the sheriff's candidates, with the undercard being the House U.S. House candidates. That meeting, by the way, 11.30 a.m. start, 12 o'clock meeting, Red Lobster, Shorter Avenue, this coming Tuesday. Also, uh, the Senator David Perdue has made his appointments for his local re-election chairs. We have those details for you from all four or five local counties. We have the latest on the Marina Fire from over in Scottsboro. It seems a father has lost his wife and five children in that blaze. A relief fund has been started. We have the latest details courtesy of News Partner News Channel 9. George Northwestern, good news today. The Echocardiography student Christina Bullock has been named the 2020 gold winner for the school. Also, English instructor Mandy Jones is the college's Rick Perkins Instructor of the Year. In Buzz today, Floyd County Schools has been named a Common Sense District. Rome Middle Theater features Coke tokens of affection coming up February 17th and 16th, weekends only. And this week's Downtown Development Coffee Break is going to be at Aventine on Friday morning. Other stories today are Ware Mechanical Weather Center update, a little bit of rain, and a slightly cooler temperatures today through Friday. Obituaries, we say farewell today to John M. Birch and Deacon George Chisholm. Also, in dining news, we have the, the public health restaurant inspection scores for you, and Greater Community Bank Crime Watch report updates on area arrests from Floyd, Bartow, and Golden, Gordon counties. Let's make that Polk County to Chick-fil-A Sports Report for the morning. Number one basketball, a lot of scores from last night's boys and girls high school games. We also have the schedule coming up for this Friday night. Don't forget the season, regular season, about to come to an end tournament time just around the corner. Also, we have local college basketball updates for you. Super Bowl Sunday, this coming Sunday, Chiefs versus 49ers on Fox. It'll be at 6.30 p.m. Baseball news, the Rome Braves continue to prepare for the next season. They'll have auditions this coming Saturday and Sunday, not both days for one case. But uh, the Braves Brigade and the National Anthem tryouts are set for this weekend at State Mutual Stadium. Community sports updates, tickets still on sale for the 2020 Hall of Fame banquet set for Monday, February 10th at the Forum. Also, Harbin Clinic's Upper Conathon, 5K Run, and 2 Mile Health Walk returns on March 14th. You can sign up right now. Next up are Wednesday Rants of the Days and we'll start with some bad news first. This has been a vicious week for families when you consider local headlines. Number 1, the loss of NBA legend Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and of course the other families in that helicopter crash in California on Sunday morning. Also the slaughter of a Craven, North Carolina family of 5 in a horrible murder-suicide, and then too close to home those rumors we heard about one family member losing multiple family members in that fire over in Scottsboro, Alabama. Those stories have now been confirmed. A father lost his wife and five children in that blaze. We have those details and updates on how you can help that family, by the way. There's an online uh, donation portal set up there as well. Each of these is a tragedy in its own, but when the headlines seem to flow one after another after another, it really does chill you. You think of your family, your work family, your church family, and so many friends, some of them closer than family. 2020 is off to a very rough start, that's for sure. A lot of people today need a lot of our prayers today. Another great agenda is coming up for the Floyd County Republican women. Earlier this month, the Republican sheriff's candidates were the guests amid the fried shrimp and cheese biscuits at Red Lobster. It drew a standing room-only crowd and was sprinkled with other political hopefuls as well. Next week, next Tuesday... The Republican clerk of court candidates are due. That's incumbent Barbara Pinson and challenger Joe Kostolnik. This race will get a lot closer than it may seem uh, now between now and May 19th. So you may want to put this show down on your calendar. The undercard once again for Tuesday's meeting. We expect to be the U.S. House candidates, especially after all the recent headlines. The voting machine demo is this Saturday, and perhaps we should reword this one. There are people who would love to demo, as in demolish, the so-called old machines, and others who aren't too wild about the new and improved ones. In this case, demo means demonstration. At the League of Women Voters, have a meeting with Elections Chief Robert Brady to demonstrate how these machines work. They'll be at St. Peter's Episcopal Church this coming Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon. It is open to all, maybe with an exception to hackers, especially those from Russia. Next up, a bit unkempt. Word that Doug Collins will join the race for the former Johnny Isaacson Senate seat. Uh, that one was, by the way, filled by Brian Kemp's appointment of Kelly Loeffler. That has more to do, we think, than with the governor himself and just the names on the ballot. We think it is a challenge to Kemp as he is ruffling a few feathers with his interim Senate appointment here. Kemp has earned high marks for his first year in office, but there's a distinct challenge being made perhaps with eyes on 2022, the next election for governor in Georgia. Coming soon, how about Super Bowl Saturday? Maybe we'll do a poll on this one. Would you prefer the Super Bowl to be held on Saturday evening or on Sunday evening as it is right now and has been for decades? It's a debate that surfaces each year at this time, and we never seem to see a resolution. Reformists want it moved up a day to allow for ample rest and recovery time following the game. Let's face it, it isn't about the pigskin unless the pigskins are the type you pour into a bowl and dip into some sort of concoction. We're not sure how local pastors would react to the switch, seeing all those groggy folks in church on a Sunday morning. However, they may be more tolerant and more forgiving than the boss on Monday morning after a Saturday night, make that Sunday night Super Bowl. We kind of like the idea. and We wish the college football national championship would do the same thing and maybe in very early January, say, maybe January 1st, like the way it used to be. This is John Drucker, Miller at HometownHeadlines.com, thanking you for joining us today. Continuing news updates on our website, HometownHeadlines.com. As always, we start, we finish with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from our good friend, Funky Harry Musclewhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.